1: Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.
2: Let's get it started in here
0: Got your local sports fix. It's All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS.
2: Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Friday edition. Beautiful day in the borough. At least one beautiful day this weekend. So get out there and enjoy it. Uh, we talked about our high school season's winding down. We do have a game tonight, um, Siegel and Smyrna. Uh, For the 7 AAA softball championship, Seagull's baseball team has already won it. Allowed only four runs in three games, so pitching does beat good hitting, they say. Eagleville is in the championship game tonight against uh, Moore County, and Eagleville softball is in the championship game against Huntland. Last night, Oakland's soccer team beat Stewart's Creek for the seven triple a championship region tournaments begin next week and then the thing we all love spring fling uh right around the corner the following week we have um 14 days left in the uh uh calendar year for high school sports so quickly winding down today we're going to be joined by larry woody longtime sports writer author and columnist larry how are you
3: I'm doing well, Monty. Good day for baseball, and I'm also traveling today. I'm one. Uh, I'm almost in Crossville to spend the day with uh, my cu- a couple of cousins who live near Catusa uh, Wildlife Area. And uh, yesterday, they, he emailed to say that he saw two bears in his front yard. So uh, if you don't hear from me, Monty, you'll know the bears got me. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you done any fishing?
3: Uh, the monsters, he, one of them was standing next to a, a light pole in their front yard, stretching his back. So, he looked kind of like Monty Hale, to
2: tell you the truth. Oh, uh, short guy. Huh? <laughs> short guy, man. <then. laughs> uh, yeah, Monty Jr. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you done any fishing?
3: Uh, I have. We, it's been a terrible spring, Monty. It's been maybe the worst spring for fishing, as I, I can remember, in a long time, uh, we just can't find any of the fish are not there it's not just that uh, my buddy and I are bad fishermen but uh, even we talk to, to good fishermen even fishing guides and uh, including one one local Brian Carper who's a great guide uh, out of, out of Murfreesboro there Brian's a super fisherman and if he when he has trouble finding fish you know the fish are hard to find but everybody's having a just a terrible terrible spring
2: well I said something I was going to ask you about I mentioned a lot of times when you're on the show that you're an author. What was the first book you wrote?
3: Uh, the first one was a Chucky e. Mullins book about the, the 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 Ole Miss football player who was paralyzed during a, a football game with Vanderbilt. Gosh, back in the, in the '80s, I guess, early to mid '80s, and it was such a poignant story. Of course, I was covering the game that day when Chucky e. Mullins was paralyzed, and followed the story with the uh, Brad Gaines, the Vanderbilt player that Chucky e. tackled when he's paralyzed. So. Uh, that that was my first book. Brad and I kind of collaborated on on it, and NBC bought the movie rights, but it, Denzel Washington had already committed, semi committed to playing the role of Chucky e. Mullins, and then it just kind of fell apart. It, it got to Hollywood, and the sh- script writers got hold of it, and that's it just kind of fell apart from there. That's a long answer to a simple question. The first book, Monty, was the Chucky
2: e. Mullins book, and of course, that that. um, Event led to other series of events and um, stayed in the news really up until his death, many 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 years. The later. Event
3: uh, President Bush uh, called and, and sent condolences. Michael Jordan, uh, just every everyone in the country, Monty was was affected by that story. I think,
2: and it weighed pretty hard on, um, on Brad, didn't it? It it was it still does even to
3: now to today. You know it's been. 25, 30 years ago, and it still affects Brad. Even though Monty, like we tried to tell him, it wasn't his fault. He, I remember it like it was yesterday. John Gromos, the game was being played in Oxford, Mississippi. Uh, Vanderbilt had driven down to the Ole Miss around the 10, 15-yard line. J- John Gromos was the Vandy quarterback. He dropped back to throw a pass, and Brad was playing playing a, a tailback, but he was also re- did a lot of receiving. Brad led the SEC in receiving that year and Brad came out of the backfield, did a little curl route in the end zone, and Gromos threw a, a short pass to him, and just as the ball got there, Chucky Mullins, who was playing defensive back for Ole Miss, made the tackle, hit hit Brad in the back, tackled him in the back, and it was such a hard hit that it jarred the, the ball loose, so the pass was incomplete, but Chucky slumped to the ground and just lay there, and everybody thought, you know, just maybe you know stunned a little, so nobody thought much about it, but it went on and on and on, but he didn't get up, and then, Several minutes later, the you know the safety crews, the 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 Ole Miss medics and so forth came out. Trainers. All
2: right, we're joined today by Larry Woody. Seemed to have lost him. So, um, this portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back.
3: Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. We have a club steak, and the club steak can be cooked to any flavor that you want. It is. The club steak is a 7-ounce piece of steak, and we named it that way because it looks like and it has the shape of a golf club. We have a low-calorie menu and a low-carb menu, so depending on whatever diet that you like, we have options for you that are available at Demas's. Please. Have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week at Demas'. In retirement, it's all about income.
1: Your money, making money, and you're not spending down your principal. That's the way we do it at Retirement Income Solutions. So if you're spending down your principal or your money's not making money, keeping you ahead of inflation, check us out today at risolutions.net. risolutions.net. And make sure to join us Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1 for Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Hello there, this is Lenny Farmer once again
3: for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Moms and dads, I have something you need to know about your kids. They won't bring up the issue of funeral plans because they feel it will make you uncomfortable and consider it your business. Although they might hope you would take care of these sensitive issues on their behalf, they'll leave that up to you. So, what do you say? Can we talk? Call me at 615 893 Jennings and heirs, Funeral Home and Cremation Services.
1: Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me
0: help you save by combining your auto and renters all sports talk on news radio wgns fm 100.5 fm 101.9 am 1450 online and on your phone at wgnsradio.com
2: welcome back to all sports talk we've got larry back larry what's up make sure we got you uh,
3: Marty, as i said i'm, I'm traveling back kind of in the wilderness so we may be fading in and out i, I apologize for that uh, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of back in the middle of nowhere. So the phone reception may not be the best. So if you lose me again, I didn't hang up on you.
2: Okay. All right, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, of course, the Titans have had their draft. And, of course, you know, you're getting a million takes from, you know, all over the country. It was the first pick, a good pick. Uh, they guaranteed him his money yesterday. So they seem to be convinced that he's healthy and ready to go.
3: Yeah, obviously they uh, they they a, a whole lot on that first round draft pick. And as we were talking the other day, Monty, you know uh, personally it seemed like kind of a gamble. Some you know a, defense, a, a defensive back with that's uh, on multiple back but multiple back shirt, and so they they took a chance not only drafting him but making him a first round draft choice, and let's hope their judgment turns out better this time than it but
2: it has a couple times to the past. Well, and then they've got another pick. It's got some um, legal matters and Rashad Weaver out of pit, so kind of a little shaky right now, but we'll, we'll know when, it, uh, when they get on the field, I guess. All right, seems like we've lost uh, Woodrow again. <laughs> but anyway, you look at the Titans draft. Uh, of course, Caleb Farley at one. Uh, cornerback out of Virginia Tech. Hey, if healthy, uh, this is going to be a good one. Uh, number two, Dylan Raddance, the offensive tackle out of North Dakota State. Uh, they're hoping he's kind of like a Michael Roos there for the long haul. Michael Roos came out of a Division I AA program, now FCS at the time, in Eastern Washington. And, um, had a really nice career for the Titans. Uh... Round three from Green Bay, uh, Monty Rice out of Georgia. Um, Also round three, cornerback uh, Elijah Molden out of Washington. This is a young man I like. Uh, Not that that means anything, but I'm not an evaluator of um, NFL talent by any means. But um, I think he's got a chance. He's a physical defensive back, uh, which they need. Uh, Rashard Weaver, he's their potential rush in, but uh, out of pit, but he's got his legal issues from the incident with a woman at a bar up there. Uh, round six, uh, Racy McMath, a wide receiver out of LSU. Um, don't really expect much out of him in the receiving game. Probably a special teams guy. Uh, Brady Breeze, a safety out of Oregon. Honestly, don't know much about him. Didn't really see him play much. But, um, you know, they're going to start getting these guys signed and sealed, and now you hope they deliver, um, particularly at round one. You know, you had Wilson this year was just a total bust. Um, The the first-round picks have been a little questionable, you know. Corey Davis, he was a good player. He had a really good year this year. But, you know, they had declined to pick up his option. Uh, so he went on to the Jets. Uh, the Titans first three games of the season are they've got the Cardinals at home. Uh, they go to Seattle and then they got the Colts, so um, the Cardinals are going to be a dynamic offensive team. And you know, you get rid of DeAndre Hopkins out of the division here in Houston. Um, and now you got to face him again. And he's had field days against the Titans, you know and of course obviously, Different, different setting, different system. But I tell you what, with Kyler Murray and him and that offense, and and, and of course the interesting side note there is um Malcolm Butler. He's um uh, they let him go uh, and he lands there. So kind of a AJ Brown, uh, Michael Butler. I mean yeah um um. Malcolm Butler uh, battle there. And then, of course, Seahawks. It's always tough up there. You know, they could lose all those games. They could win them. Obviously go 1-2, 2-1, two, two, whatever. But, um, you know, they could easily dig themselves a hole. Their schedule's tough. You know, they got, they got the Patriots. They got Buffalo again. They got Miami. I mean, you're talking playoff-caliber teams. Pittsburgh, uh, the Rams. So, um, their schedule in itself uh, of course they play 17 games you know if they won 10 games I think they'd be pretty fortunate but again you know we don't really know um, what the offense is going to be like the defense is better but will it be what does that mean couldn't be much worse with the worst ever and NFL history on third down the only thing that um, saved them they led the league in turnover margin and they were still that bad you know have they addressed their pass rush I don't know Um, you're banking on free agents Um, who knows so in the offense you can't say the offense is going to be as good or better they lost too many weapons they lost John O. Smith. Uh, they lost, um, um, as we said, Corey Davis. I mean, yeah, they picked some, made some moves in pre-agent, but um, who's their right tackle? Dennis Kelly, they let him go. So uh, they got a lot of question marks, I think, on the offensive side of the football to where you going going in. You're saying, okay, yeah, the defense is going to be better. How much? offense could take a step back. How much? I mean, you still got the best running back in the league, but, you know, um, they're going to have to have more, you know, A.J. Brown is going to get more attention now. Last year they had a viable option aside him. Uh, So, um, who knows? But, um, you know, COVID year this year was kind of, Crazy! Uh, you never knew what the schedule was going to be like. Hopefully, the schedules are, are set and will stay that way. The Titans do have them um, three primetime games, uh, so that's um, that's a positive. At least they're getting some respect um, from the media uh, in that in that regard, whereas that has not always been the case. So. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you uh, next week and remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckard and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. We'll take a break and be right back.
0: If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Did you know I can make noise with my left <laughs> I,
4: I, I, I was I trying
0: did. to get it on the microphone. <laughs> oh, you did? Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop.
1: Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com.
4: Well, to say this weekend's baseball series between Middle Tennessee and FIU is big is truly an understatement. Coming off a series loss against number 19 Southern Miss, Middle Tennessee looks to bounce back in their final series of the regular season. The Blue Raiders are currently the eighth seed in the Conference USA tournament, but to not have the tournament berth locked down. FIU, Rice, and UAB are all within two games of the Blue Raiders heading into the final weekend of Conference USA play. The Middle Tennessee baseball program will honor its graduated student-athletes tonight before the first pitch and will celebrate Senior Day with a ceremony before the game on Saturday. Fan attendance limited to 10% fan capacity. Even though everybody else is opening up, attendees will be asked to practice social distancing and wear a mask at all times while inside Ree Smith Jr. Field. Looking at uh, the start times for the weekend, tonight it is at 6 o'clock. Dick Palmer has the broadcast beginning at 545 tonight. Doubleheader tomorrow at 1 p.m. and on Sunday, the the single game at 11 a.m. as FIU will have a flight out. That game will have a curfew on it uh, later in the day. Here are the standings right now in Conference USA. It appears in the East, it's uh, just about all settled. Charlotte, Old Dominion, Florida Atlantic, and Western Kentucky all appear to have berths in the tournament wrapped up. FIU could be the fifth team out of the East as they have a 9 17 record. In the West, it appears that Southern Miss, Louisiana Tech, and UTSA have berths wrapped up. Middle Tennessee trying to maintain that eighth seed, trying to hold back FIU, Rice, and UAB. All 3 of those teams have 9 wins on the season. Here's the schedule for the weekend. You have uh, some games going on uh, this afternoon. Charlotte uh, wins at Rice 9 to 4. Coming up uh, later going on right now, Western Kentucky at Old Dominion. Also Southern Miss will play is playing at Florida Atlantic. Tonight, UTSA is at Louisiana Tech. UAB is at Marshall and of course Middle Tennessee will be hosting F.I.U. So that's where things are as far as baseball is concerned. The Conference USA Track and Field Championships are underway and have been since yesterday on the MTSU campus. Yesterday was heptathlon and decathlon day for the women and men respectively. Today you have field events and distance running. Uh, it all started at 10 a.m. this morning with the hammer throw for women and uh, coming up tonight you'll have the distance. The 10,000 for the women is at 8 o'clock the 10000 for the men will happen at 9 p.m. this evening. Tomorrow, field events begin at 1. Running events at the track begin at 3.30. And then on Sunday, you have all finals. Field events starting at 1 o'clock and the running events beginning at 4 p.m. It's, uh, it, it is quite a spectacle uh, on that final day of the conference championships. Those uh, running events in particular starting at 4 o'clock, you don't want to to miss it men's golf is on the road they have uh, already uh, arrived uh, out in stillwater oklahoma they'll be practicing getting ready for next week's ncaa regional also i uh, want to make mention uh, robert jones has signed his contract with the uh, miami dolphins and uh, also you may not have noticed but in the news the latest uh, bombings going on in israel uh, between uh, israeli soldiers and hamas has really uh, been quite scary a lot of pro basketball players including former middle tennessee star reggie upshaw they have canceled their league and the american players have all now flown or hopefully have gotten out of israel and are on their way back to the united states so keep all of those uh, players in that are in harm's way in your thoughts and prayers all right that's it for this afternoon we'll have another update for you coming tomorrow or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb & Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine, plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Jim.
0: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome
2: back to All Sports Talk. Chip alluded to, we've got uh, Blue Raider Baseball. we got it tonight, 5.45. A little shorter show. Um, Final week of the um, Conference USA play, and uh, Blue Raiders need some W's. Um, Right now, Charlotte, Old Dominion, FAU, and Western Kentucky have clinched a spot, as have Southern Miss and Louisiana Tech. So, you've got You really got six teams fighting for two spots. Um, Rice has nine wins, UAB nine, FIU nine, middle 10, San Antonio 13. They're probably going to clinch anyway. So um, only eight teams uh, make it. Uh, The Blue Raiders with FIU at home. Middle plays pretty well at home. And um, they'll need that home edge this weekend. Um, Charlotte is at Rice. Uh, so you would give, certainly give the edge to Charlotte. Nationally ranked 22-6. and six, The best record in the conference. So if you're a middle, you're a Charlotte fan. Western Kentucky at Old Dominion has no factor in this. Um, Southern Miss at FAU either. UAB's at Marshall. Big edge to UAB, although Blue Raiders do have a any type of tiebreaker scenario scenario uh, over them. And you got San Antonio at Louisiana Tech, so the edge would fall to um, middle there. But middle is 10-17-1, and, one, and um, they probably need at least two wins here this weekend if they're to um, make any hate. <coughs> In advance to the um, um, Conference USA tournament, um, the blue—they um, just—they're right there. But you know, um, the last two weekends playing Southern Miss and La Tech back to back, and go zero and six—I mean, just one win would have been huge. It would put them in a lot better situation, a whole lot better. Uh, I mean, it's only one—only would have been one win, but it would have put them in a lot better situation they're in right now. But they do control their own destiny. Go out, win the series. You're gonna go, uh, split the series. Good, good chance to go to the tournament. Anything less than that, then you know. You're, at the, you're 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 relying on other teams, and that's um, that's not always the ideal situation. Uh, the standings are: Charlotte 22 and six, Old Dominion 19 and nine, FAU 16 and 12, FA uh, Western Kentucky 14 and 14. As we said, uh, FIU nine and 17, Marshall four and 24 southern miss 20 this is in the West 20 and seven La Tech, 19 and seven San Antonio 13 and 14 followed by middle at 10 17 and one rice 9 18 and one and UAB 9 and 19. so rice has put together a pretty good uh, late run uh, to kind of play themselves uh, back in the in the hunt um, but they do have um, charlotte this weekend so all righty you're listening to all sports talk Uh, we'll take a break and be right back
0: If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing.
3: You had a day off in...
4: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Mr. Haney. Here on News Radio WGNS. We do it your
4: way at
1: Sir Pizza. You can order Murphy Spurls' favorite pizza online, sirpizzatn.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at sirpizzatn.com.
0: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at
2: WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. As we said, uh, high school uh, softball tonight, Siegel and Smyrna. Uh, both those will head on to the region. Uh, Stewart's Creek and Seagull's baseball teams are. Headed to the region, Siegel will host. Stewart's Creek will travel. Um, softball, I mean soccer, uh, Oakland will host Shelbyville in the region, and um, Stewart's Creek will travel to Columbia. Uh, all the track athletes have already qualified for spring playing. Uh Will be very well represented in that regard. Okay. We were talking about the Titans a minute ago. The uh, uh, Vegas has their uh, win total uh, at 9.5. Chiefs leading the way with 12. Um, the Buccaneers 11.5. The Ravens and the Bills and the Packers 10.5, although the Packers is off the board now because we don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. The Rams also 10.5. Uh, The Titans play the Chiefs, they play the Bills, they play the Rams, they play the 49ers, and they play the Colts, all of which are projected to have more wins than they are. They also play the Seahawks, who are projected as many, and the Dolphins and Patriots with nine apiece. So uh, their schedule, uh, but they were a first-place team, You know, if you're a first-place team in your uh, league, you're going to play a tough schedule, and that will be the case. The initial, um, one of the initial um, college football polls is out. Uh, Guess who's number one? And number two, Alabama and Clemson. Three, Oklahoma. Four, Ohio State. Five, Georgia. Sound familiar? Now it gets a little crazier. Six, Iowa State. Uh, seven, uh, North Carolina. Uh, eight, Oregon. Nine, A&M, Texas A&M. Ten, Cincinnati. Eleven's uh, Notre Dame, followed by Wisconsin, Florida, USC, Miami, LSU, Texas, Iowa, Penn State, Washington, Indiana, Arizona State, Michigan, Coastal Carolina, and Oklahoma State. Not a lot of SEC teams in there. Well, I guess, you know, Alabama, Georgia, A&M, and LSU. But no Tennessee. Um, And Florida's also in there. But um, no Tennessee, obviously. No Auburn. But that uh, a lot of that's based off last year, and which means nothing. I think if you look at last year, I mean, you recognize Alabama was the best team. I think the NFL draft will show that. <clears throat> um, I'm not putting an asterisk by their um, uh, national championship by any means, but it. But you know, it's kind of a year you just. You brush aside, unless you want a national championship, obviously. I mean, um, there was so much going on with the COVID, and who played, who didn't play, that type of thing. That, um, um, you know, yeah, you know, like you take MTSU, for example. Handled the COVID pretty well early, but they weren't a team ready to take the field. I mean, you go back and look at those first the first couple games, you know, the Army game when well, they were awful. Troy, they were awful. And then they go they go down to Troy and win. You know, you played the same team twice in a year. It's just a year I think you're right off. To their credit, a lot of people got seasons in. I mean, that was a good thing. But I think you just, you just throw it in the can and – you know, now this year, you know, this is a big year for Middle, you know. The, the Brent stocks era has been long over. Um, you know, it, it's time they got back into the hunt, at least in the upper echelon of their division. Problem is, everybody in their division is getting better. Uh, and I think Middle's probably as big as unknown in Conference USA as anybody. Uh, so. All right, we, um, the Braves, you know, feeling better. And then Toronto just came into Georgia and just slapped them around all week. Just beat up on them. Coon, you got hurt again yesterday. Don't know what his status is. Um, I mean, he plays hard. He gets hurt. I mean, he's getting – he's avoided the major injury. And you look like he broke his hand against uh, – Philadelphia but got lucky uh, is the deal yesterday with his ankle or foot whatever it was I don't know what his status is going to be so um, right now I'll be honest the, the Braves just aren't very good um, their bullpen is pathetic they're not a good hitting team uh, their starting pitching has been decent. The good thing is they're in a division that nobody really running away with. The Mets are, I think, up to 18 and 13 now. Braves are three and a half games back. Um, they were only like a game back um, going into uh, this this week. So um, they've got the Brewers now. Sounds are back. Uh, Christian Yelich. Uh, MVP from a couple years ago. Uh, he's doing a rehab assignment uh, in Nashville tonight. Uh, they play Memphis, their affiliate of the Brewers. So it's good that baseball's back in, um, in uh, Nashville. And could Nashville get a major league team? Oakland A's could be moving. So you never know. All righty. That'll about do it for us this week. Uh, we've got, again... Um, region tournament start next week blue raider baseball coming up and the blue raiders uh, need to go get some w's all right everybody have a great weekend we'll talk to you next time
1: all sports talk on news radio wgns has been brought to you by state farm agents andy Womack, bud morris and deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamin Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.